mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. 2021. That doesn't feel like a real year. It doesn't. But also because last year didn't exist, then it just is like a wash anyway. Whenever I say like when I actually say when I'm not referring to 20, if I'm like telling a story and I said this happened last year, I actually mean 2019. 100%. Yeah. This is all of this collectively as a world. We should just all say that this is just 2020 part two. And when the pandemic is over, then we can go into 2021. And then everything's just, yeah. And then we don't have like half a year for 2020 part two. Yeah. And, you know, I think it'll just, it'll really teach the children in history class. It'll just be like, get ready for this 150 page chapter (laughs) of 2020. And they're like, 
there's more what do you mean yeah uh well everyone this is an advice podcast my name is megan i'm joined by my co-host melissa what it do baby boo (laughs) what it do baby boo i was Um, gonna say something else but then i stopped myself and i'm not gonna share nope oh okay She's a secret. Oh, look at you. So mysterious. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're an advice podcast. Uh, You call in, you leave us voicemails, and then we give fantastic, amazing advice. And what we lack in credentials, we make up for in opinions. We are two opinionated broads, bitches. Ladies. Gals. Girl. Boss. So sorry. Just a visceral reaction to girl boss. It kills me. I'm like, I don't own a single essential oil. Take that back. I I mean, I have one right here. Is it Young Living? No, it's Nick Viles. (laughs) (laughs) I did know that. I did know that. I should have remembered. (laughs) What a time. If you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. We ask that you are 18 or over, have your parents' permission to call in. You are, uh, you let us know your pronouns, write down everything and practice because you got to keep it under three minutes or you will be snip snipped, cut off. Mm -hmm. And we'd rather know, um, like all the information than your, uh, astrological sign. Yes. It like a prerequisite to every call. We need to know how old you are, Mm -hmm. how old the other parties are. And if it's about relationships, we need to know how long you've been dating. Yes. Or if it's a friendship, how long the friendship has been happening. Time Mm -hmm. period. Just put time periods on everything. Yes. That's really helpful. Your zodiac sign, while it is fun for us to guess, doesn't really change anything. It's fun for Megan. (laughs) Fun for me to guess. It doesn't change absolutely anything. And it's also still kind of more fun for me if I don't know your astrological sign and then I can guess. But if you want to include it, go ahead. But only if you are also including all of those other things and you have the time. Mm -hmm. And do you can do it at the end. What's new with you? What's up? Well, um, as you know, you know, Megan, but I don't know if the people listening know, we uh, record two episodes in a day and we take a little break in between the episodes. And during my break today, I went out to the bathroom. I don't know this. I know. I'm just saying, as you oh. know, as far as like we take breaks. Okay. Not the <laughs> I was story. Like, I'm so sorry. I blacked this out. Why no. did you tell me this? I went to the bathroom and um, I had on panties and I'm very confused about this. <laughs> I don't know why I had the panties on um, (gasps) because I don't wear them like ever in life. So at some like today after I took my shower, I put them on and I don't know why. Don't you have your period? No. Oh. And even when I'm on my period, I wear cups so that it doesn't leak. So I don't even wear them while I'm on my period. So like. I don't understand how. I blacked out enough to put on <laughs> panties and like I I just don't like even in a normal day for the last like 20 years I have not worn panties so I don't understand why I have them on right now <laughs> is it a unique pair no did you take your are you done done with your period no 
You still have your period. No, I, mine actually hasn't started. Start like it had oh, like okay. cramps. Mm. It was just after. I mean, I took a shower this morning, so literally I put them on. So I don't know why that would have been part of even my thought process to put them on. That's so funny. Do you keep like where do you keep your underwear? You well, I took them. my clothes out of the dryer. So I still, I was like, I washed clothes and I realized like in my hamper, because I was just wearing the same sweatpants every day that I had like clothes in the hamper that I hadn't washed in months. And I was like, I got to get rid of, I got to wash these. So I was just pulling some shorts out of there. I guess I put on. Maybe you accidentally washed underwear and then you like took it out of the dryer and then you just like autopilot. You were like, these are the clothes that I pulled out. Let me put them on my body. That's the only thing that would make sense. (laughs) That's so funny. I got into a habit, accidental habit, that it kept over and over and over again for like, I forget what summer it was. It was the summer we were filming The Honor List. I could not for the life of me not put my underwear on backwards every day. Every day I put my my underwear on either backwards or inside out. And I would be like, God, I am so uncomfortable. <laughs> and I would like make a point to be like, don't do it. Don't do it. And then the first time I would go to the bathroom, once I got to set, I'd be like, I fucking did it again. Every time. It was so weird. I don't know why. It was really Very fucking odd. uncomfortable too. So we start all of our episodes with a live update. So we're going to hear from someone who had called in on a previous episode. And we're going to hear about what happened after the call. Yeah. Her call was from... February 8th, 2021, season seven, episode 11 was the original call. My military ex-boyfriend came back into town and he started showing up to my work. And he also, um, there's people telling me that he fucked one of my friends. I hate him, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) And, um... The question that you had for me was like, how do we all know each other? How does my old friends know my new friend? It's because I live in a really small town and I've not been able to get out of here yet. So I have known them for a really long time. And also my boyfriend's cousin is also friends with my ex. So that's how we all know each other. God damn. Hate a small town. Hate yeah. a small town. So what's what is happened what's going since? on now? So what's happened is um, your advice was to like not overreact about him fucking my friend, but my boyfriend kind of already did that because he was like, "Why would you do that? Like she's your friend. He was toxic, really manipulative, and um, she uh, like stopped talking to us for a while, and she also." St- texted him and was saying that I was like obsessed with him like my ex-boyfriend and I was like no I'm not but um they said that she was also like saying that she never fucked him ever but then he like sent her jewelry like he sent her a ring for valentine's day and actually right after I called with that update everything kind of blew up oh no and it was because uh, supposedly he thought that they were dating because he sent her that ring but they never fucked at all 
So and where did that come from again? That came from another friend him. telling you? Oh, yeah. Him? Who told you that? That they hooked up? It was my boyfriend's cousin. And he's kind of got a reputation for lying. But she also lied to us because she said that she was, um, like, when we were in an argument with all of them, she said she's going to go over there and kind of tell him off and tell him that it wasn't right that he was, that they were saying all that mean stuff about me and my friend. But she didn't actually do that. Mm. Oh my, how so many people are in this town? Are there yeah. more than 12? Can you just like ditch <laughs> yeah. all of them? Like, this just sounds so. So the rumor, like, with him, with your friend fucking your ex, that would have never started if the cousin hadn't said anything, right? Yeah, he was saying that there is even a video of it and that he's seen the video. Why is he so bored? Yeah. <laughs> Small town, I guess. But like, you shouldn't be that bored. No. To, like, a rumor. And to ruin people's lives. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I, I'm sure I think we said it in the original call, but like that girl, like r she's not your friend. And like, I think like all, this is kind of proven to you. Like I, if I were you, I would have like a sit down talk with your boyfriend to be like, okay, here's the thing. We're going to set up these strong boundaries. We're not friends. I'm not friends with these fucking people anymore. Like if you want to be friends with them, like then like this relationship can't continue on because these people have treated me like absolute shit. If your cousin wants to be an instigator, like we're just not going to engage. And if he wants to like try and talk all of this kind of shit, like he's a cousin. Like I get that it's family, but at the end of the day, like I'm just not going to answer your fucking calls if you're going to be like this petty and dramatic and all of that kind of stuff. Cause like this is so not like worth, I don't think there's like any relationship in here other than like your current relationship. If you're happy in your current relationship, that's the only relationship that like, you should walk away from the situation from like, there's no use in trying to like mend whatever, because like anyone who's like engaging with your ex is not your friend, regardless yeah. of like how polite it is or like, Oh, I'm just like, you know, even being like, Oh no, I'm going to go like tell him off or whatever. Like that's no, that's like not what your friends are supposed to do. Your friends would be like, what do you want me to do? Like, how can I help you? How can I support you? But like them being like, Oh, I'm going to go reach out to him and talk to him is like, as someone who's confrontational as fuck, like I have would never reach out to like one of my friend's exes afterwards. I'd be like, they're like such a loser. We're not even going to give them the time of day, you know? Yeah. And um, I also forgot to mention like that she is actually with him right now. She like traveled to the state that he was in and she's with him right now. So then they did. They are dating now. Well, they say that they're, she says that they're not dating, though, but she went to go see him. She's just wearing the Pandora ring he got her. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I know, like you said, she's not my friend, but, like, I don't want her to have to go through that, like, what I had to go through. Like, but it was it's, you have to get, like, there's literally nothing that you can say or do that will prevent that from happening. Because, like... You like if I saw my friend go through an experience and like it was so toxic and manipulative and horrible, I hate that guy. I have no desire to be friends with that guy or anything like that. Like, but if she sat there, saw all of this fucking shit happen, and like, regardless if there wasn't even if there like nothing happened between you two and it was like no bad blood, it was just your ex, she wouldn't be hanging out with him. Like, that's not on you. And it's not like anything that you've done. Like, that's a character flaw in her. 
that like you can't protect her from herself and her own decisions and the, her own choices that she's making. Like, does she have other friends that she can lean on? Um, she does, but she usually talks to like my best friend about it. And like, even I was hanging out with my best friend the other day and she's like, yeah, like she was telling me about him and he doesn't even like seem bad anymore. Like, I think he's changed. And I'm like, yeah, okay. But literally last week he was calling her a whore. I think just because we don't, don't want to leave her isolated with like no friends. So maybe you consistently talking to that connecting friend. And so then that friend can like, like share information with her without you having to directly go to her. Well, that's the only issue is like, if you're the only one who, if he's bamboozling and hoodwinking everyone, it's also not your response. Like that's a full-time job to kind Mm -hmm. of counteract the lies and manipulation he's doing to everyone. Because like at the end of the day, like if she's not even really thinking that they're dating, which like, or being like, oh, we're not dating. And he's like more obsessed with her or not or whatever. There's also some truth to the fact that like, not that I'm saying that like your friend is right at all, but the reason why people can believe that and kind of fall for that is because like some relationships, some people aren't toxic as a whole. Sometimes relationships are toxic and they don't work. And that like, you can be in a toxic relationship and it's because these two parties don't work together. And then the next relationship, like it does work. That is like something that does happen. But like people also neglect to say a lot of that happens with like a long time being single therapy, figuring out what's toxic about you that you bring to a relationship and really working on it. It's not this kind of like, oh, now I'm in a brand new relationship. And suddenly like I'm not manipulative and I'm not toxic. Like it just works better. That's not how it goes. But a lot of the time from the outside, that's how people kind of see it. But like if nobody else If you've warned them, they've known, they've seen all of this. Like, I think it's not even about being like, hey, I'm worried about you. It's like, hey, this really hurts me. Like you hanging out with my ex, being friends with my ex, dating him, like this really, this really hurts me. And I feel like after everything that you know that like I went through in this relationship, like I am, I am ultimately hurt, but there's a huge part of me that like doesn't want you to feel that hurt that I felt and like go through like this horrible relationship in the same trajectory that mine did. And I can't as much as I like want to like save you from this. I can't. So if you ever like are going through it, like and you want to reach out, I'm never going to say I told you so I'm never going to be a bitch about it. Like I'm here to talk about that. But like I'm not able to like just kind of be on the sidelines of your relationship as it's going on because this is just really fucking painful for me. So like if you need to talk about it and if shit hits the f- the fan, like I'm here. But other than that, like I can't be involved in this at all. And like even your best friend, like that's something that like she should know, have the conversation with her too of being like, you know how toxic this relationship was. Like, you know how shitty this was and all of that kind of stuff. And like, I can't hear about this from her. Like this isn't like productive or helpful to my relationship. And like, I really hope he doesn't manipulate you two and make you feel like he is this great guy. And like, ultimately I would love if he became this great guy. I just have a hard time believing it this quickly and like from their relationship. So like, please just keep a, keep a lookout on her mm-hmm. because like, I wish that like someone had been there looking out when I was in this, like, this is something that I know really well, but like, It's not your responsibility as someone who's been through like like an emotionally abusive or toxic relationship. It's not your responsibility 
to like relive that trauma to prevent other people from going through that. The only thing you can do is like hand them the information that you know and hand the support system to that person the same information that you know and then protect yourself in that kind of situation. Because like just the whole thing, like you shouldn't have to, this shouldn't be like, he should not be a topic that comes up in your life unless like you're in therapy talking about it or bringing it up like it like if he's just a character in like the ensemble cast of your like life and friend group like that's going to be really really hard on not only you but on your relationships with the people that he has active relationships with because you're going to get into like savior mode which doesn't help you move on or like feel yeah, it also doesn't doesn't like change anything, which like sucks to say that like we always want to prevent the other people going from the same hurt that like we've been through. And I have believe me, I've fucking done that. There is like a part of us that I think it's us trying to like rewrite our own history and kind of like get that closure, quote unquote, or like make us feel better about like the shit that we dealt with or make it feel like it had a purpose or something like that or protecting someone else from it. But we can't get that invested in other people's relationships because we don't know what they're going to do. And then when they don't do the thing that we've told them to do or like we really think that they should do, it can feel like a personal failure when it's not at all. And we're back. Should we um, get into the rest of the call? First call? Oh, that's what I would say. Let's get into the first call. Get into the rest of the call. First call. First call. Hey, Megan and Melissa. I'm a 25-year-old who just got back into a committed relationship. My boyfriend and I have been dating for about six months now, and he decided it was time for me to meet his parents. Well, his parents have separated, so we decided it would be better to have two dinners to meet them. The first dinner was with his mom, and it went very well. But the second dinner was with his dad, and that's where the problems began. So, it turns out I used to regularly hook up with his dad. A little backstory on that is when I was 21, I just got out of a really toxic spider relationship and decided that myself and my friend were going to single-handedly take down my city, if you know what I mean. About a month into doing that, I met an older man, I think he was 45 at the time, at a, the club. We started regularly hooking up, and we would go on vacations together on and off for about two years. I think I, re- I really liked the relationship because it was really fun. It was nothing serious. And it just seemed like I was hanging out with a friend who I regularly hooked up with. I ended up breaking it off because he started getting really controlling over me and worried about my birth control, saying he was too old to have a baby, which I was not talking about because I wasn't and am not ready for a baby. <clears throat> we hadn't talked since I called it off. Flash forward now, after I realized who his dad was, I wasn't sure if I should tell him or just pull the dad aside and act like, we hadn't met before and nothing ever happened between us. But now his dad is messaging me saying that he misses me and that we had so much fun and he's ready to have a baby with me. I'm not sure what to do. I don't want to come off shady and not tell my boyfriend because I love him so much, but I'm afraid he will look at me a different way and not want to be with me anymore. Thank you in advance for your advice and I love you both and your podcast. Your ex hookup wants to have your current boyfriend's sibling with you. <laughs> Baby, you're going to have a new sibling. Say hi to mommy. <laughs> oh, my 
God. I should have known this was going to be crazy based on how nonchalant you were about this call. Because anytime someone, it's like some crazy bomb and it's just like, well, boop, 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 boop. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Um, first of all, I really like your spirit. How um, after your breakup, you're like, you were going to take down the city and your friends. She was the Batman of pussy. Like she was like, <laughs> like what would what like, would her signal be? Just a fucking, dick flashing in the air. Yeah, literally just an eggplant. Yeah. Just like that's like. I'm not your well. vagina's the Batmobile. I'm, I'm not, not well. <laughs> <gasps> I love your outlook. I love that choice that you made. Has it kind of bit you in the ass? Yes, but, but like. I don't it's think not that any fault of hers. She was no, not it's at just all. It's just a weird co- when you take on the whole city. The next person that you date got to be somebody from the neighboring city because yeah, there's probably I, some overlap. Yeah. This is like I like th- I'm so I don't want to say I'm so happy that this is your life, but like I'm so like I love the outlook and the fact that this is like the result of that does not mean that you should not have done that or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like, this is like, this is just, if you are just so fucking cool. Can you imagine being your her boyfriend? Can you imagine just her being like, hey, by the way, um, I just feel like I should let you know, like your dad and I used to hook up. I'm sorry, that is the- But the thing is, is relationships <laughs> are going to get ruined because of this, because you have to tell your boyfriend that you used to hook up with his dad. And you have to tell your boyfriend that that his dad wants to give him a sibling via you. So you would be like this kid's like you would be. But the thing is, you would be your boyfriend's stepmom, the child's kid or the child's kids. He didn't. Did the dad say he wanted a relationship because he could be the child's kid? She could be the child's kid. And like their uh like i mean like (laughs) sister-in-law but like it wouldn't even just be in i'm unwell (laughs) i am so unwell i also just would love everyone right now to take a moment to envision a 45 year old man at the club But I need to like, know. The, I need to know what he looked like or where you were on running through your list of people in your city, because like I just need to know. The last time that we got somebody about the in the club thing was like their mom had gone and picked up a younger lover as well. Well, that's. I mean, if you want to pick up a lover, <laughs> the club is where to go. <laughs> the club, but the best plane to find out. What's that Ed Sheeran song? <laughs> bada, bada, bada. Whatever it is, this is yeah. I. Here's the thing. You have to tell your boyfriend. You have to. And I best case scenario, he's like, what the fuck? Fuck my dad. Like, I know she's not gonna say that because she already has. <laughs> he's gonna say, what the fuck? My dad's the worst. I'm so sorry that he's messaging you that stuff. Like, we're not gonna have a relationship with him. Like, that's creepy as shit. And then he's gonna chew out his dad. Or he's gonna be like, what the fuck? I can't get over this. I can't move past this. We're breaking up. Mm -hmm. And then I need you to promise us that you're not going to then go fuck his dad. Right. Because the result of getting your heart broken and getting dumped is not then becoming his stepmom. Mm -hmm. This is as an avid soap opera watcher and someone who has 
started watching multiple soap operas now. Um, this is wild. And I, this is only something that I would see on there. And oh, to be a fly on the wall for that. For, Cause like, neither of you have said anything. You've been to the dinner. Mm-hmm. Like you walked in, saw it was him. I would die to see how you and his father reacted and acted the whole night and just him being like, well, your the boyfriend f- being like, oh, but the so father weird. like obviously thought it was a good ass time and he loved it since he's trying to put a baby in her now. Like, or, is he trying to break you up? Or that was going to be my other thing was like, maybe he was just saying it to scare. Like he felt very weird about the situation and like he doesn't know how to bring it up to his son. And so he's just going to try to scare you off by saying that he wants to put a baby in you. I. But the thing is, she never wanted a baby to even begin with. I know. He's that's the only the- one that had the baby on the brain. So that's why I think I think it might be that he brought up the baby the first time when you guys were together to scare you away. And now he's bringing it up so that you could end this relationship with his son. So then there's not any weirdness going on. But the first time she said that he broke up with her because like he didn't want a baby. And she yeah, said, we never we talked had, about exactly. A baby. I, I think he used that as an excuse to end oh, yeah, things. To gaslight her and yes. manipulate and make her think that she said that. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. And now he's like, I don't want things to be strange around my son. I know, like, we all know that this is, this, it will inevitably get out. Maybe if I tell her I want now to, like, finally put a baby in her, then she'll just break things off with my son. And then she'll be out of our lives. (laughs) That is so dumb, but so plausible. (laughs) Holy shit. I know I shouldn't say this, but so desperate there is no other time we've ever had a call that i've ever wanted just to be on speakerphone while the conversation with your boyfriend happens i've never wanted one more i'm so i'm so curious if this is something that like like this is like it's worse than the the girl that slept with the three brothers yeah because i mean we had some we had we had closer in age and like there was some intent with Mm -hmm. that and but this like I'm so curious like is this gonna be like is his reaction gonna be like oh another one my dad has slept with like a lot of like especially like the location wise like if if you guys are in the same like area or like if he's like hometown area and it's like a like there's only like a couple clubs or whatever like the chances that he's like hooked up with his other like his like female friends from high school or something like that like not when they were in high school and they were like of age but that all of that stuff like I'm just so curious what the fuck and also like to like just on and off hook up for like two years i'm so curious i am so curious what like what his how his what your boyfriend his interpretation of like his dad's character is or like what what his dad does like is this gonna be like completely out of left field or like you want to I could totally see his dad being the kind of like dad where they like talk about girls and like, yeah, like getting ass, like, <laughs> and all that stuff. And they've like broed out talking about having sex with the same girl. <laughs> you know who you need to talk to about this? His mom. <laughs> no, that's the last person to talk to. Absolutely not. Hey, so I know that like, 
<laughs> we're we're connected through your son, but we're also connected through your son's father. <laughs> Can you just imagine her relief of being like, I am so glad we are divorced. That's you have to tell your boyfriend. And here's the thing, it's probably gonna change your relationship. But you have to tell him because he will find out and it is going to be so much fucking worse if he doesn't find out from you Mm -hmm. because like he doesn't have any ties to you. He has ties to his family. And so like that's a relationship that like is like naturally going to be just have more opportunities to mend itself because like it's family. I think you just got to prepare yourself for the worst though. Oh no, totally. But you have to, there is no sense of prolonging it because it will get out. And if it doesn't come from you, the only chance that you have of you guys moving forward and being able to continue having a relationship is if you're the one who tells him. Yeah. It's the only chance, but you should prepare for the fact that I think he will probably not want to date you because I think he will picture his dad fucking you. Mm-hmm. They already shared the same home. Twice. Asking, oh my God. Twice. Cause they're, they're tunnel buddies. But like what if, 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 <laughs> Shut the fuck up because he went through his mom. You are disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) You are disgusting, but you are correct. If he was a vaginal birth. But I mean, to be fair, he... He did shoot out of his dad. Swam up the... He swam on up that cooch. (laughs) Via his dad. You guys were technically inside her at the same time. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I just want you to know that we are on your side. Mm -hmm. Not that there's even sides for this. I love you. (laughs) I love your confidence. I love your nonchalantness. I love your whole mentality. I love your I love your life. And I would love to hear more. Mm -hmm. I please need to. I need you to immediately send us an email (laughs) and DM us as soon as you hear this. And we will book you on the next episode to get an update because yes. we need to know because we have I have so many questions for you. Mm-hmm. I need pictures, too. Yeah, I need pictures of everybody. Mom, too. Yeah. I also need to know, like, when you're <laughs> casually hooking up with like a 45 year old when you're 21 on and off for like two years, where do you hook up with him? Like, what's his house like? Like, does he have a condo bachelor pad? Did you know he had kids? Do you like not talk about anything? Like, what was his house like? Is a single man in his 40s, does he have, does he still have black sheets? Or does he go for white sheets? Also, do they look alike? I mean, you clearly have a tight. That's a good fucking call. Did it make sense to you as soon as you saw the dad? Was it like, Yes. Like, did it click? Because you're probably right that it's a type that it's like. And were you happy with thinking about what he would look like when he's older? (laughs) Is there other siblings involved? I am. Have you fucked any of the other siblings? Yeah. What city are you in? Figure it out. It's only six months. If you took the city by storm. Mm -hmm. And I'm assuming your boyfriend is like a local because his dad was a local like five years ago. So I'm assuming that like you same circle. Is this the only in the Venn diagram? Is this the only crossover? Yeah. Because I think if I think if we can get over this, that's great. But I think you, we, you it, everything should be tackled first because mm-hmm. like you don't want to get over this and then find out that there's like another one. Yeah. And I, I need to know about these clubs. I need to know about like 
like were you doing charity work with this man or like was he like a hot daddy yeah do you like the dad more than the son are if you get broken up with are you gonna then retaliate a la fucking triplets <laughs> no fucking the twins and then the brother oh i just call yeah. us just call us I, we have so many questions this is insane i love this thank you for sharing with us and <laughs> sorry that you've been through this but i feel like you're gonna have a great story i agree and i think like if anything what this story has told me is you are a great time you are very pretty you are fun and your life is going to be of envy of thousands of people. Mm-hmm. So like you are doing it right. And I know for a fact, our whole audience will love you. Like this is iconic. I just picture this as a rom-com, like a Christmas rom-com. Like, oops, fucked your dad. <laughs> Question. If you were going to cast the movie of mm-hmm. the father-son fucker, mm-hmm. who would you cast? I mean, regardless, she can play herself. Who would you see playing the father and son? I think they need to be very hot. I would go with Brad Pitt and, but like, like quarantine Brad Pitt. We've talked about this. <laughs> and um, as two people who have never thought Brad Pitt was the hottest man to walk the earth, mm-hmm. the second he became unshowered and grew his hair out, Melissa and I were like, have you seen him? <laughs> He's so hot. Yeah. He looks like he is like, venice beach living he looks like he smells and i am never been more i've only ever been attracted to him i've now. been attracted to him in uh mr and mrs smith that movie's just hot the whole movie's just oh, yeah. hot and then never again until <laughs> quarantine he looks like he doesn't have a job and like but he's out here like so hot. helping like so many people like he's seems oh. okay but yeah him and um Who would be the son? Like a Zach Efron type? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So my mind initially went to um Dennis Quaid and Jack Quaid. <laughs> because <laughs> um mostly because like I like Dennis Quaid has that like hot dad kind of thing. Oh, I got another one. Don't say Tom Hanks and Colin no, Hanks no, no, because no. that it's is not like be, not. No, it's okay. not a father son. Okay, who else? Uh, I was gonna go with. Um, why can't I fucking think of his name? That was blue eyes, kind eyes. Uh, in Parks and Rec, uh, Rob Lowe. <gasps> you should have just said the other guy when we were talking about <laughs> loving Brad Pitt. The mm. other old guy that you said that you think is the only other white dude who has been you've been attracted Mm -hmm. to through the whole course of their life yes he is so delicious Mm -hmm. here's another one who oh oh no (laughs) oh i'm not ready i i was just thinking of a father son denzel washington and john david washington well, first of all, <laughs> that one, they have the same face. I know, so and the exact same can, voice. The you, exact. Do you know how many times I've watched movies with John David Washington? And I literally was like, 
did they age <laughs> well, also, down Denzel? You can't like, see so. Oh no, no, it is true. <laughs> but this was like even when we watched what was the first one? Um, Black Klansman. At first, I thought it was like they did the CGI thing, and he was going to age, and then like it'd be Denzel. But I was like, no, this is your son. <laughs> They look. It's the voices sound, too. The voices is what gets me. If, if you take this part, because their hair, sorry, their hair is completely different. But if you take like middle forehead <laughs> here, you face swap, same person. <laughs> they look <laughs> like when I said that to Mato, I was like, oh my god, that's his son. And Mato's like, really? I'm like, what do you mean, really? <laughs> they look the same. Oh <laughs> my god! Wow! 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 Yeah, every time I'm thinking of a hot dad, I keep realizing that they like their children are not old enough. But this is, oh, I am so curious. I am so curious. And you know, what we need we need you we need her to call back and in the update we need her to cast them too. Yeah, and tell us who they would be. Yeah, because then objectively we can also pick. Yes. Well, this has I been long. This. We should just go to the break. Okay, we're gonna take a break. <laughs> We'll keep this, on casting. I mean, this like broke us, so we just have I'm to broke. take a, a break to reset. We know that we usually do another call at this time, but like, this is wonderful. And please, I hope if any of you are not a part of our Patreon, this is the video that you should watch because our faces. I thought we misheard. I did like we restarted this because one <laughs> Megan couldn't hear it all the way, and I like as it dropped, my mouth literally went. Yeah, we both went. Whoa, whoa! What, <laughs> what did she say? Rewind. Wow. We'll see you after the break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 
310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time and I just got my, I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, 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 a secondary of my package and I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function, there it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good i've even like had it on like ice and been like i'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and it's it's delicious it's so good and i just i love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like you know medically need some electrolytes but also if you're working out if you're sweating hot summer day you're going to an amusement park you're on your feet for a long period of time all of that um most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need yeah i drink mine specifically when i am working out it's my beverage while i'm working out i just take one stick of the hydrate mix it in with my bottle of water 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there they also have the all-in-one shakes which i absolutely love i'm running low so i gotta get some more but um i love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code blame me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code blame me. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about book of the month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available and I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and 
and track reading progress. And as well, there are reading challenges and rewards. And Book of the Month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next, which for me is like the biggest hurdle. I love when other people make choices for me, especially when they're good choices. And I'm like, cool, I can trust you. So each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All of the books are so good. You can't go wrong. And I mean that wholeheartedly. When we were picking like our selects for this, I was like, wait, this, I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley. And we also received The Return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The Ministry of Time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from Town and Country saying it's really innovative, fun storytelling. The Ministry of Time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024. And then Harper's Bazaar also said part time travel romance, part spy thriller and 100% multifaceted joyride. <gasps> When I tell you that, I was like, sold. We're also excited about the return of Ellie Black. And this one is about a missing girl who returns. But that isn't the end of the story. It's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Okay, we are back from the break. We have decompressed a little bit. We are still unwell. And let's get on to the next call. Hey, Megan and Melissa. So my fiance of eight years broke up with me two weeks ago. I'm 26 and a tourist. And let's call her A is 24 and a Virgo. The past, the past month, she had been really distant. And since I have abandonment issues, I was really worried. She assured me that she wasn't going anywhere. She just wanted space since we spent a lot of time together and that she was busy with school. I felt like something was up, so I snooped on her Apple Watch and saw she received a video of one of her mutual friends fucking some girl, we'll call him Z. But she told me she he was just trying to show off the girl that they were just bros. I wasn't comfortable and asked her to distance herself from him. Then she was even more distanced with me, so I asked her about it, and she said she would fix it and plan this big Valentine's Day day and bought me nice gifts. We had really good sex and felt better, and things felt better. The day before the date, she told me she was going to hang out with her sister and her mom, so I had one of my childhood friends come hang out with me. We'll call her N. But N was trying to get back together with Z they used to date. So I told her what Z did, and I talked to her about how worried I was about A needed space. Well, when A got home at midnight, she came to bed and kissed me and snuggled me, held me, talked about how excited she was about the date the next day. It was the nicest she had been in a month. Then the video, then the next morning, she found out I told N about Z's video and she flipped out on me and broke up. Then she said she hadn't been in love with me for years. Well, I snooped again a few days later and it turns out she had never cut off contact with Z and she had been basically dating Z's brother since December. 
That's where she was the night she told me she was going to see her sister. She said it was like a rom-com movie and that she was done with me and that I was so cringy. And it turns out my childhood friend N was just distracting me while A went out on a date and she knew all about it, even after I told her the truth about her ex B. So now I just need advice on how to move on and what to do next. I have to move in with my mom now, which is a toxic environment, and I can't afford therapy, and now I have no friends. I'm not exaggerating. The few friends I have are hers, too, and I can't trust them anymore. I'm completely alone, and I don't know what to do. I have never loved anyone like her, or has anyone ever loved me like she did? She loved all of my flaws. I was with her through a major weight loss surgery where she lost over 100 pounds, and when her dad died, and the panic attack issue she had. Now she has a brand new car and a good job, and I have nothing. I lost the life we built together. We were even planning a wedding. I think she left me for something better. Everyone seems to leave me. I'm scared I'm going to be alone. I'm not close to my family. My entire Her entire family was my family for years. I even went on family vacations with them. I have no one. Thank you for listening. I hope you get this call. I really need advice. I'm not sure how to move forward after this. Um, thank you. Okay. For everyone listening, we made a diagram. Um, so the three names we have are N, Z, and A. And A is the person calling their ex-girlfriend. A, there is a, they have a friend, mutual friend, Z. Z sent a video of him fucking a girl to A. And the excuse was that, oh, it's for the girl. Like, the girl looks great. I'm showing this, which... Which is... I mean, I think that's what happened because she's now with his brother. But why would he send the video of another... of? He sent a video of Z himself. He sent a video of himself fucking some girl. I think it could have been like, hey, look at this hot bitch I bagged. I... As... You know, Leo and I send each other a lot of things. If he sent me a video of him having sex with a girl, I'd be like, you are disgusting. I but that's I, I the, do. but you see him as like a brother. She sees him as a bro. I think that's the difference. Okay. I guess if Kyle sent me a video of him ha- having sex with someone, I would be like, <laughs> someone yeah. that was super hot. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, okay. And so then there's a childhood friend, N, and y- caller told N all about everything that happened mm-hmm. and turns out and already knew all of that stuff. And the only reason why they were really hanging out was to give A an alibi to go hook up with Z's brother. Mm-hmm. And, and she N also was t- trying to get with Z. Mm-hmm. But, back and together. then the caller also told in that Z was fucking someone else. Right. And she thought she was doing something like, you know, being friendly, which you came upon the information while snooping. So then you gave yeah. it it's yeah it was already messy to begin with but like z it's z right z's the friend that came over like no, the, n. n n came over um so like yeah okay i'll we'll, I'll, I'll get into that later but anyway yes okay point blank so what you it like broke my heart to hear what you said at the end of the call because you have been conditioned to believe that this person a like has loved you and no one else will love you in that way. Like all of the actions you've told us is not something that you do to someone that you love. Mm -hmm. And just because you were with someone while they were going through trauma, 
because you were talking about the things that you went through with her, but didn't mention anything that she has done to reciprocate that. Yeah. And there's also something to be said of like, because you were with someone through their trauma, they Mm -hmm. don't owe you a relationship. Yeah. Like, and that to me, like, just kind of screams unhealthy is that it feels like, well, I was with you for all of this kind of stuff that like, there should be no strings attached with that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. There should be no like throwing it back in someone's face that like, oh, I was here for you, like going through your mental health stuff. Like that's kind of just that doesn't feel good. Like that's like a shitty kind of feeling that it's like, oh, if you open up to somebody, your mental health, like therefore you are not like I'm what your ex did was shitty and deplorable. And the stuff they said to you was awful. And like they should have never done any of this kind of stuff. But like from your reaction to it, this sounds like a very toxic relationship on both ends and the thing is you knew something was up or else you wouldn't have snooped multiple times you knew something was up you weren't on the exact right track of what it was but whatever it was you didn't it what you found led you in a different in a different relationship than what was actually going on but you knew something was off so you can't in hindsight you're like i'll never love someone like this but like you love them but you didn't love them like you loved them, but but you didn't trust them. Yeah, this is like you guys dated for eight years. Mm-hmm. Like this is a huge chunk of time because you said your ex is only 24. This is like the longest relationship of your life is not like the. The longest relationship you've had up until this point is not like. It's not it like that's not like those aren't mutually exclusive that like, oh, this was my love. I love this person and therefore I will never love anybody else is just not true. And like, yeah, just, just the way that you talk about the relationship and like your own like self-conscious and insecurities and like not feeling worthy. That is something that I think probably came about because of this relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think like if your self-worth is tied to a relationship that is with someone who's like actively treating you badly you are accepting that as love because the person who's treating you badly has told you it's because of love. Mm -hmm. Like this is, yeah, they've been also, she's been like essentially secretly dating the brother since December. Like, Oh, that's why they're bros. Cause they're like bro in laws. (laughs) God. But you didn't trust her. And also like you broke her trust as well because you found you snooped and got like, confidential information and then shared it with your friend who was mm-hmm. also like already in it to deceive you so it's just like everyone in this situation is toxic everyone a hundred percent this is like there are friends that you don't necessarily share specific things with because of whatever reason and like the fact that the friend that you shared this information with is like the person who's involved in the videos like her ex like it's just messy and like you said like all of it is toxic and you need to cut out all of these people and you saying that you have no other friends and you really don't have any of that stuff like to me that screams like again a toxic relationship where you have been isolated from Mm -hmm. everybody and like that i think something that can be hard when people are younger and dealing with this kind of stuff that doesn't necessarily feel like isolation because you're not getting rid of friends but your partner is making you feel like you don't need anybody else. So you're not seeking out new friends. And so you're not making any friends because like your partner is again, making you feel like 
well, you're part of my family and like you have my friends and all of this, like you are just in all of this, that it just kind of becomes on autopilot. And that is isolating because then inevitably, eventually, if you break up, which like you do, you then have nobody. And like that is still a form of control. It's not asking you to get rid of the the people who are actively in your life. It's preventing you from getting any new people in your life. So I think this is like a great opportunity for you to like, I would start therapy if you're not in therapy already, because like a lot of the baggage that we carry from like toxic relationships affects um it doesn't just affect us in relationships it affects us how we see ourselves and how we perceive ourselves in like our everyday life and doing that self-work and if therapy's not like um if you're not i mean i would look into like your insurance and all that stuff but if you are not able to do that and it's not covered by your insurance even just reading lots of like books on like getting over toxic relationships Mm -hmm. and like self-worth and all of that kind of stuff i think would be really like important and then finding things that you can do that like make you happy like in a pandemic like whether that's I mean I know there's a lot of like virtual organizing and volunteering but there's also a lot of like virtual clubs and all of that kind of stuff and like finding those communities of people that you can just make connections with and talk to and rekindle old friendships of people that you maybe knew growing up or people Mm -hmm. who have shared interests um or anything like that but but like cut out everyone who's tied to any of these people yeah i am (laughs) i just i also just would love to know if the girl that z was fucking in that video consented to them sending the video Consenting to being recorded in the first place. Oh, that's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah. Consented to being recorded recorded and then then being sent. Just, just, yeah, like sent around to people. And if that was. And I guarantee that your ex is not the only person he sent that video to. No. There's also the aspect of her now living with um, her toxic family, too. Oh, yeah. One last thing I'll say on that, though, is regardless of how much you have been hurt by someone, um, and I say, I'm saying this is like a PSA to everyone. Like, oh, you found a, like a video of your like boyfriend or someone like having sex with someone like that is if you are not aware, if you don't know for a fact and you don't have in writing that the other person it consented to be filmed and consented for that to be sent around, do not share that. Like mm-hmm. that does nothing like to damage your partner, like their reputation or whatever. Like, but you need to stop. You need we need to make sure we're not taking in this like getting even or like exposing like toxic partners or like cheating people or anything like that, you need to make sure that you are not also lumping in other women um, and distributing yeah, pornography Be- or whatever it is without their consent, because like that has nothing to do with your relationship. Also that you're not your non-friend, I will call her since she knew about all the information about all everything else. Like, she since they were broken up, she really didn't have a right to know that that had been sent. Yeah. And we do a lot of things when we're like angry and upset and all of that kind of stuff. But like when there are other people involved in those things, like that's not a casualty that's okay mm-hmm. to take because like that person did not hurt you. And I mean, they proxy short, they did. They slept with like your boyfriend or they slept with someone. But in this case, it wasn't that. But that that's not something that you can distribute it's not fair Mm -hmm. like that's not okay um so yeah toxic family i I think Uh, we've given this advice before but um 
thinking of it as a temporary thing while you're getting things together so that you can because I mean you have you moved out because you found out some terrible things about your girlfriend so you needed to you needed somewhere to go and you know you don't have friends right now so think about this as a temporary thing while you're figuring out like your life outside of your ex who you are and I know that it's going to be toxic but like it's it's not going to last this is just you saving money to get on your feet um maybe finding a roommate down the line it's not going to be a forever type thing yeah it's about preserving your sanity Mm -hmm. and it's not about repairing a relationship or fixing anything or like anything like that the best advice i can give is (sighs) to detonate the bombs like look out for the things that like trigger those like really toxic conversations or any of that kind of stuff and like does it suck to kind of like tiptoe around somebody or to like repress your personality or to like do anything like that like you have to do what will make living there the least painful experience as Mm -hmm. possible and if that means like like if if your mom is someone who like really feeds off of like engaging in fights like if if for you if you just if she baits you and baits you and baits you and you just kind of ignore it and ignore it and ignore it and you just like let her be upset and you're like okay you're right you're right if you need to do that do that like you don't have to this doesn't have to be like a growth period or a progress period in your relationship like you can just exist and go do the best that you can of your ability to predict the explosions and avoid them as best as possible Mm -hmm. because that's how it works because it's like it's like living with horrible roommates it's like anything like that but it is about like molding yourself to become the least offensive version of yourself to that person and just making it day by day Mm -hmm. and it sucks but it, it is like like you said it's like this is temporary I'm saving money. This is what I'm doing. And I'm like working towards this goal. But the other thing I would say is because it's really hard to create um, emotional (laughs) boundaries with toxic people, especially when you live there, do your best to create those physical boundaries and um, like keep your door locked. If you are able to like, yeah, keep your door locked and really make sure that like your room is like a sanctuary and all of that kind of stuff that you can really have some like space from that but it's rough and i i I feel for you because this is i can't imagine how hard it is to kind of have something that you thought was going to be like the end all be all in all this but i really can't encourage therapy enough because i think you will and i think even without therapy, i mean there's a natural progress of relationships um but right now you're romanticizing it and in a couple months, you're going to look back and see things that w- you didn't even realize were red flags that mm-hmm. were red flags. This is like not how you treat the love of your life. No. Hey, Megan, I'm Melissa. So I'm a 22-year-old Gemini. She, her, and my boyfriend is a 23-year-old Virgo. He, him. And uh, we've kind of came across the first hiccup in our relationship. We've been dating for about a year now. So this issue is that I want to add something to our sex life. Um, 
and he kind of isn't on the same page as me. So it's not that our sex life is bad to begin with, but um, I am your typical Gemini. I want change. I want new things. Um, I'm very out with the old and with the new. And so lately I've just been getting kind of tired of our um, typical routine. And so I brought this up with him, and I suggested that we bring a toy into the bedroom. And I even asked if he wanted to um, get the toy or we could get one together. And he really wasn't up for that. He got kind of defensive. Um, and I know he gets pretty uh, insecure about his endurance because he doesn't really last long, but he'll always get up for a second round, which I've always told him is completely fine as long as he's been up for a second round. And it's good for me. Um, but it still didn't really go over that well. Um, so I was just wondering if you guys had any ideas on how I could go about this in other ways. You should also know that I've only had a fully functioning vagina for two years now. Um, before that, sex was very painful for me. I really didn't want to do it. I did actually have a few encounters where things were not consensual, and I've been working through that, but, um... Now I'm ready to explore and do new things. And for lack of better terms, my boyfriend's pretty darn vanilla. Um, and he's not really on the same page as me. Um, I'm not really sure how to go about this dynamic. I've also thought about going to a sex therapist with him or just couple therapy in general. But he doesn't have insurance right now. And he doesn't know if he'll get it until, like, the end of the year. So uh, if you guys have any tips on how I can communicate with him better or um, how can go about this that'd be great thanks guys bye i one of my fatal flaws is i am not someone i mean i don't think women should have to like fix men in general but i am not someone who i i will i i'm a quitter (laughs) i'm like a okay like that i'm like a big deal breaker person but i think it's also like has to do with age too that like at this point in my life like I would not date anyone who's emasculated by like sex toys or anything like that. Like I, that's not something I want to deal with. But at the same time, I understand that like for younger people, that's not necessarily, I don't want to say it's like men are lost causes. Do you know what I mean? But like, it's not your responsibility, but I also don't want to be like, well, then he should just date someone who like, it doesn't want, like, cause I'm like, everyone would benefit from this. Then you're like, yeah, ugh. but then I'm also like, okay, let's say that he is emasculated by a toy, which, you know, I mean, that is his right to be, <laughs> yeah. if that's Te- what he likes. Technically. <laughs> but like, is he not eating you out? Is he not doing other things that his dick does not have to be hard for? Um, yeah, the, ra- the the two rounds thing is a little odd to me in the sense that like are you someone who is like continuously coming from penetrative sex and like is he getting off before you every time yeah because that's just a timing issue then but also it could be like he just doesn't last that long or he needs to like shoot one out first and then the next round he's like good to go which is that 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 does happen yeah. yeah so like let's say like you like he goes you give him a blowjob, then he goes down on you, and then you guys can have penetrative sex. That seems like that would help with the situation mm-hmm. because everyone's getting off. But 
I think you're lacking some intimacy with the sex as well, since he's not willing to explore and be open and even like, you know, even open to new things. Yeah, because I think the order, if you are coming fast, the order, if you're like a in a heterosexual relationship, you've you're a male and you are um, coming. Your order needs to be eat her out. If you want two rounds, eat her out. She goes down on you. Everything's cleaned up. <laughs> You're using protection and then you have sex mm-hmm. or something like that after. Because. Or even after like he eats you out, you go down on him. Then he, if he doesn't, if you guys aren't in the mood for round two, then cool. But like yeah. if you are not getting off until the second round, that to me, like that's an indicator of, oh, I see why you don't want to use any sex toys like you're really not valuing Mm -hmm. your number one priority is not my pleasure it's you yeah and you don't and this isn't going to do anything for you Mm -hmm. and so like yeah this is odd i will also say as someone who's like a huge proponent of couples therapy one year into a relationship at 23 do you that is that to me is not couples territory couples therapy territory like I, I think don't know. That- I have friends that like started couples therapy like once they declared their relationship as serious in their then, early early twenties. Not in their early twenties, but because I think that's the thing. I think if you can see the per, if you're older, because I think that's when. To me, these are just like, unless you're using it as like a a replacement for like individual therapy in that kind of like sense that it feels easier to like tackle something as a couple first. But one year into a relationship, especially that young, like you guys are both still learning so much like about each other and yourselves that like putting in that work, how have you decided that this is the person you're going to end up with for the rest of your life? And if you haven't decided that, I don't think that like that's like a couple's problem, I think, or even a problem in general. I think like if you need to have like talk to a third party about it, I would do individual therapy because like... But also maybe it's like you didn't speak on how like the rest of your relationship is like, are you looking actually looking for couples therapy or sex therapy? That's yeah. Good question. Because also if you're looking for sex therapy, if your partner is not. Open minded to explore other things. Yeah. And also there's like you can go to therapy without like there's options if you don't have insurance. Yeah. And I think like you also you you both might just be like not sexually compatible. Mm-hmm. I think as a blanket statement, someone who is like not OK with sex toys and not really prioritizing like his partner's orgasm, like that's a fundamental problem of his. And it's also not your responsibility to like fix that and change that at all, because any guy that I've talked to who like how they learned to go down on a girl or how they learned any of that stuff. It was because they had like a girl they hooked up with who was like, whoa, you're terrible at this. Let me tell you. And they were like so eager to learn. And they're like, yes, like it wasn't like resistance of like, no, I'm too good for this. Like, I don't need any of this kind of stuff. Like that sucks to say that like, I don't, again, I'm not saying that he's like a lost cause, but it's not, this isn't your responsibility to like make him to the level of like, excitement or like stuff that you kind of want um but yeah like i i think if he is uncomfortable with like 
thrown in a vibrator in the bedroom, like he's not going to be comfortable going to a, like a sex therapist and that's not going to, you're not going to get anything out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that like you or, want... or it could be like they go and he learns or he asked through therapy and he uncovers or is it opens his mind to exploring more things like he, he might have like some suppressed sexual things or just his ego and going to sex therapy can can teach him that it's not about just yeah. him i just my only thing i just unless it's something that he wants to do i don't think he'll yeah let himself be open to that like i don't think that like <laughs> i think like stubborn men are kind i mean stubborn anyone but like we're kind of like toddlers like you can't make us do anything we don't want to do and so in that case i think like you have to have like a like a serious conversation with him that it's like okay and like i don't want to say like don't spare his feelings but like give the prerequisite of like i really like you like i like having sex with you like this is like fun but like I need to be honest with you. Like I am like want to mix up our sex life. I want to like try all this kind of stuff. Like, what do you think about that? And if he's like, I'm not into that. I don't want to do that. It's like, okay, so then what do you propose we do? And if he's like, I propose that we, our sex life stays exactly the same. You're like, well, I'm unhappy with that. Mm-hmm. So what do you say to that? And then like you get, get from there because you, it's, this is not something that I think there's necessarily like a, I think there can be a compromise on this where it's like, okay, well, I'm not necessarily really comfortable trying sex therapy, but like, okay, let's try like a vibrator or whatever. But if he is like so steadfast in his opinions and is like, no, no, this is what I like. I don't give a shit about what you want or what you like. That's a bigger indicator that the relationship is not it for you at mm-hmm. all. Because yeah, that I don't even like, there might be some reasons why he's feeling that way and all of that kind of stuff, but you shouldn't have to compromise your like happiness and your pleasure because of that especially if you are throwing out multiple suggestions and mm-hmm. he's just like no yeah. I, I i know you've told me you're unhappy in this and this is not what you want and i hear you but i this is what i would rather this you is, be unhappy yeah i'd rather you not enjoy pleasure while we're having an intimate intimate relations this that means that it's just about him and he's just being selfish yeah and I need to know, is he not going down on you first? Because I I could. I, yeah, I don't think he is. I don't think he is either. Give us an update. Let us know what goes on. And if you have not left the book, she comes first, just casually around. You should also do that and let us know what he says. All right. Time for don't blame them. Woohoo. This is uh, where someone calls in from a uh, and gives us advice. From a call we had on the previous episode, their own two cents. Maybe they have personal experience. Maybe they are a professional. Maybe they just have something to say. So this, uh, the original call was in season seven, episode 15. And the caller, uh, her partner's, uh, I think visa was expiring. And so there, she wanted to move to Spain and wanted the caller to move with her. Ilaria Baldwin, <laughs> Barcelona. All right. Hi, Megan. Um, I'm actually calling in response to your newest episode um, called She Wants Me to Move to Spain. Um, I've been in a similar situation as this caller uh, on a smaller scale where um, I met my long-term boyfriend 
um, in Pennsylvania, and his family was from Florida, um, and he ultimately did always want to move back to Florida with his parents because he's very close to them. And I was kind of left with the decision of upheaving my life um, and moving um, about a thousand miles away or ending the relationship slash going long distance, which um, we, we went long distance for about six months just because he wanted to leave before I could tie things up at school and work. Um, but obviously moving to Spain is a much bigger jump than a three and a half hour plane ride um, from Northern US to Southern US. Um, and just in this short move, I've experienced, um, I'd say a lot of things that I didn't expect. Um, it, it's lonelier than I thought it would be. And you're kind of in the dynamic where he has family here and he has friends here that he grew up with. And I kind of have nobody for a while until I made my own support system that even if you have a fight or something, he had somewhere to go and I had nowhere. I mean, I would have been staying in my car overnight if I felt like I just couldn't be in the house. And I feel like it's, it's not anything to scare you. It's just you kind of have to think of it as being um, a hard yes or a hard no in a relationship. It's, it's like religion or anything else. You're either going to agree upon it or if you don't agree, you have to decide if this is relationship ending for you. If it matters enough, um, is this something that is going to be a deal breaker or is it something that you can live with? Um, so wanted to wish the caller good luck and say, I mean, I did it, like I said, on a smaller scale and I made it work, but it was hard for the first couple of years. So if you decide to make the move, stick it out, see how much of a support system you can get over there, but realize that if this is too much for you and you feel like it's not fair um, to have to move your whole life for them and you feel like that is a deal breaker for you. It's not selfish to say that. It's, it's okay. If you don't want to do this, it's okay to end the relationship over this. You just got to do what's best for you right now. Very good. Very honest advice. Not something I would have expected from someone who's been, you know what I mean? Like that, like someone who's done it. Like this was like a very honest, realistic kind of thing, which I think is a good, good call. Thing. Well, great advice and um, great advice is given by us today. What this an felt, episode? This felt like an old school episode. I know. <laughs> I feel like we're on a couch together. Mm -hmm. Like this gave me pre pan pre pre panini press. <laughs> wow, what a fucking what a fucking episode! Um, if you want to call in for an upcoming episode or you want to give us an update. Leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976 or international listeners. Send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. You just record on your voice notes app on your phone or whatever the equivalent is and email it over. Again, 18 or over, have your parents' permission. Let us know your pronouns. Keep it under three minutes. Practice and write it down. Don't forget ages and all of that stuff. We had, we had a good amount of information. I was able to draw like, mm -hmm. you know, lots of diagrams for this episode. It's very helpful for me. If you want to listen ad-free, we are on Stitcher Premium. And uh, we have video versions on Patreon. And we also have a $5 tier for 
live streams. How fun are our live streams? I love them. We've got one coming up this week. We got a schedule. But um, yeah, I thoroughly enjoy. I mean, the last time I liked when we do the theme ones. Well, I mean, we've only done one. But the last time we talked about um, an amazing woman named uh, Meghan Markle. My sister. (laughs) My cousin. Because all black people are related, um. So you're actually probably more closely related than me. I mean, we are. You guys have already. You guys have said vowels that connect. Yeah, I don't remember them, but we definitely said them. Yeah. So join us. They're a good ass time, and they're a great way to support the show. If you like us doing this show, Mm -hmm. because it need 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 to keep the lights on. Yeah. Um and. Any, oh, yeah. Follow us on Instagram, Don't Blonde Meme Pod. Uh, follow our personal Instagrams. Buy my book, buy my presets. What w- of the docket, of the link tree of all of the things that you do? Is there anything specific you would like to promote? Next week, I would like you guys to watch, listen to Not Too Deep with Grace Helbig, <gasps> where we have one of my most favorite people that has ever graced the. Real Housewives franchises, Lisa Vanderpump. And by this point, I have been to her house. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. And I'll report back uh, next episode about how that went. I can't wait to um, listen. Wait, you said check out Not Too Deep. Yeah. she's She was a guest on Not Too Deep. I met her this <gasps> Thursday already. <laughs> Oh my God, I need to hear about this. Okay, Um, that is it for our episode. We hope you all enjoyed. Leave us a rating on uh, Apple Podcast app. Say, wow, I never knew they these women could be, and actually I know women are capable of everything. These two women happen to be very sexy and intelligent and just godly. As my shirt says, if you're reading this, that Megan gave me the shirt. Actually, I did. I have <laughs> one says, too. We can I match. know. The force is female. We should get pictures with both we these shirts on, shirts on. We got to do a new photo shoot anyway. Eventually. <laughs> yeah. Um, wear a mask. Um, bully your local Republican and uh, don't <laughs> kill anybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, executive produced by Melissa DeMonts, edited by Katrina Henning, and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. 
Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.